wrestling and it's been a little while guys i had a toothache situation going on it kind of fucked up the last few weeks but antibiotics have brought our podcast back into the light of day which is awesome it's a miracle yes it is a it is a miracle of science and with me this week for the first time this week but always also with me is mr justin from in-ring art what's up justin thank you for the welcome glad to be here with my kids screaming in the other room playing minecraft they're having fun though you know let them have fun it can be that intense maybe they'll see you in the background and they'll be like you know what i want a podcast one day and they'll become way more successful than us as intense as a war games match Whoa, whoa, don't bury the lead, brother. We'll get in. We'll get in. We'll get into it. And that's really the main theme actually tonight is we're we're going to review and we never really do I is this I don't know if this is a, we might have done a Royal Rumble, right? I think you know we 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 did wrestling and the Royal Rumble as an episode and of course, but I you know, think we, we did would, all the Royal would. Rumbles. Yeah, we did the history of the Royal Rumble. We didn't review the Royal yeah. Rumble. No, no. I th- I know we've talked about, as kind of side notes, uh, you know, <coughs> WWE shows and current stuff, and of course, the basis of all the stuff we do is from, you know, watching that stuff when we were kids and of, of up course. into our launch back in. Yeah. Well, I was gonna look up every episode we did, but yeah, we we just we generally review New Japan and AEW. Uh, don't really yeah. get to review WD, WWE too much. There's a reason for that. And in fact, tonight, parts of tonight made me remember why. But parts of tonight were like <laughs> pretty cool. And thank you for actually sitting down and watching it. So it sounds like you were actually kind of excited to watch uh, Survivor Series tonight, eh? Yeah, I mean, you know, the war game stuff. And I haven't really been watching a lot of. I don't know, really. haven't really watched WWE. Like, sat down and watched Raw or SmackDown. I can't even remember the last time. But I always usually, when there's a pay-per-view and stuff, I usually tune in and, I can't, and check I can't, out some stuff, at least in the background. I can't watch Raw. For, first of all, Raw is three fucking hours. I cannot watch that show, dude. If I do, it would be like the Hulu cut. The Hulu cut, you know, the YouTube clips. I And they yeah. WWE probably doesn't love that i i know there was one point where they have bad ratings and they like started delaying their youtube clips but the thing is they show the end they show the finish on youtube so it's like why not just watch it's yeah it's out there for sure like you could probably spend 40 you can probably just go on raw i mean during raw just go on twitter and you'll be able to feel like you're watching it yeah, actually, honestly, dude, at 9 o'clock on Mondays, I usually just go to Wrestling Observer. They have a report, you know? So it's like, I, and then I'm right. from there, you're saying, like, yeah. oh, I should watch this. But most of the time, it's like, okay, same old shit. But uh, obviously, it's a different era um, now with Triple H, and that definitely showed tonight in a few ways. But before we uh, dive deep into that, uh, so you weren't in, were not able to watch the historic crossover? No, I wasn't. Yeah, and you know what? Uh, wasn't I wasn't savvy enough. I wasn't either. Didn't which pay the money either. Which is, uh, 
Well, it's kind of weird that neither of us watched it because we both love New Japan, and this was one of the biggest New Japan shows in a while. Uh, does that mean that we're not Stardom fans? I don't know. I, I just didn't get to it. I, I'm still interested. No, I, I want to watch it. I'm just not... I'm not a fan of pain oh, okay. uh, outside of my monthly... Uh, yeah, you know, ten dedication. Bucks. Yeah, yeah, my ten bucks a month and all my streaming. I'm not. I just am totally anti pay per view. <laughs> yeah, I guess. Well, yeah, and we know. both know that there's uh, no possible way to watch it unless you pay money. No, so. but you. I think you got to look a little deeper to find that stuff. Uh, maybe it's not on the usual places you'd go. Maybe I don't know. Anyways, well, you know, it's good to know that you spend that uh, fifty dollars every three months on uh, AEW instead of watching it somewhere weird. But, uh, anyways, yeah, yeah. <laughs> the uh, the crossover show. I didn't get to see all of it. I still want to watch it. I watched some of the Stardom show the night before, uh, which was actually the the main events were actually pretty damn good. I saw uh, Saya Kamitani versus Kyrie. Which was a pretty exciting match, actually. Uh, Saya Kamatani, just one of my favorite wrestlers right now in the world. Um, and Kyrie is Kyrie. She she played heel in the match, but the finish was fun because uh, this was for the now. If you if we flash back to our wrestling and stardom uh, episode, do you remember the white belt? In, in that's kind of their intercontinental, right? Yeah, there's their red belts, their top belt, the red and then there's top, the yep. the, and the then white they belt have is uh, their secondary the white belt, and then they have a high speed, and then they have like kind of a young uh, wrestler belt, right? Yeah, and I saw the high speed match. It, I didn't think that was as good, and uh, usually that that's a great match, but it was not on Gold Rush. But Kyrie versus Kamitani, um, I recommend. People watched this one and the one after, which was Shuri versus Hayashista. And I didn't see that match, but people were comparing it to Omega Okada, which is wild. So, um... I, I hear I, a lot of good things about Hayashista. 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 Especially Hayashista. I say Hayashista, but, uh... I think that's what it is. They're both awesome. Yeah, they're both awesome, yeah. and they have this incredible uh, rivalry. But the Kyrie versus Kamitani, the finish was great. It was, uh, I wrote it down here. Kyrie went for the insane elbow. Kamitani got the knees up, which is not comfortable. Like, when you do an elbow and you get the knees up, that because that's kind of awkward. You get what I'm saying? Yeah, like, I would think so. Usually, it's, you do like a splash and you get the knees up. So, uh, right. she, she went for the insane elbow. Kamitani got the knees up. And then uh, Kamatani put her in an arm bar. Kyrie rolled the arm bar into a pin. We had a one, two, and the bell rang because the time limit was reached. Wow, okay. Clever. Yeah. Time limit draw. Kind of a uh, Okada versus Tanahashi finish from back in the day with their like G1 stuff. Um, but yeah, right. it was a uh, it was pretty awesome time limit finish. So... Um, it wasn't it wasn't perfect looking stuff, but oh, that was a mistake. But it was uh, it was pretty damn good, so I liked it. Yeah, it um, doesn't have to be perfect. One second, real quick. I have to unplug my keyboard for reasons. I have another one though, so it's okay. Okay, get rid of that crappy keyboard. Okay. Yeah. So, um, as I unplug my keyboard, 
and I accidentally plugged the wrong thing, unplugged the wrong thing here. Uh, the other thing I wanted to ask about is if you, you can still hear me, right? We're good. Yes. Yes. Okay. I can hear you. The other thing I wanted to ask about is if you were able to see the Jericho versus Ishii match. I did see that. You did see that. Yes. What'd you think about very that? Very good. One? It was great. It was good. I loved it, dude. Jer it was so Jericho good. Jericho is just, I mean, unbelievable. And of course, you know, if, if she is the, you know, barometer, if, you, if uh, unless you're totally disinterested and have no idea what he is or who he is, uh, you can't have a bad match against Ishii, so... Yeah, no, I, you know. I, I agree. I thought... I thought they... Dude, even for an Ishii match, this match was so good, dude. Now, do you think... The way I do... Do you think Jericho actually, uh... Like, cut his chest? Because I, I think he cut his chest. Yeah, I think uh, you can, um... You, they, there is a way of like kind of pre-blading, for lack of a better term, where you I, can kind of. Well, no, because like, he fell into the corner they, though, and then popped up with the blood. I don't know if I would. I no, I know there's ways like they they kind of just soft cut their heads so when you punch it, it comes out. You know what I'm saying? There's ways to kind of, you know, soften the skin or something. But I, I blading on the chest has got to be. I don't know. Is I mean, that I not normal? You could scar up there, maybe, because there's more, like, fat and stuff. I'm not I, sure. I know, like, was it... There was somebody, or Dusty, or, you know, maybe Brody, or somebody that used to cut their arms all the time. Really? I mean, to me, that just seems like, you know, like, a, a heroin addict just trying to find another vein. <laughs> Seriously, you know? dude. Wow. That uh, seems kind of ridiculous, but, uh, I mean, it worked for the match, I mean, for sure. And, you know, Jericho is one of those guys, like, that's going to try something new. And it's like, he just keeps coming up with new stuff, right? Yeah, yeah. No, dude, he's, he's like, I don't know how this dude can peak his career late in his career. I guess that's, he was in WWE for most of his career, but artistically, he's just at another level right now you know it started with him going to new japan and now he's just killing it and he's a champion again too which is you know it's it's awesome i love this guy and no career. one's like no one's like well i mean you probably have a few people but there's no one saying oh my god he can barely move out there or like going out there like muda or you know he's still not, not a lot of people are saying like they you know Look at him out there. He looks really pathetic. He can barely move. No one says that about Jericho. I mean, he's still doing lion salts and all that stuff. And, you know, if he was anything, never people like, are saying, like, how awesome he is. It, yeah. I mean, it, it, Jericho never had the most, like, uh, you know, sculpted physique. You know, he was always, True. like, muscular, but not, well, like, maybe back in, like, the, ripped the and mid 90s, he, he was pretty. Who knows what he was on. Right, but he was never what you would call a body guy. No, definitely not. So, And he's able to kind of go up and down with the weight. Lost all that weight recently. It's almost like he's a you know an actor that can put on weight for a role and stuff well, like that and so, take it okay. off easy. I made a comment on our podcast that I do have to take back, which was that 
I was saying that, oh, you know, he, uh, he lost all this weight, but, you know, he gained the weight for a different thing, and he, he does that stuff. And I did find out later that, no, he, he did actually lose a lot of the weight because of his medical thing. But, but you're right, like an actor, yeah. he can do that. Like, he has the control. He has that self-control where he can be like, okay, I'm going to lose weight now and just do it, you know? Yeah, well, he's an athlete. They're athletes, so... Yeah. Um, a- athletes they can change their lifestyle. Yeah. And they have resources to do it, you know? Definitely. By the way, uh, fans listening, I apologize for uh, my... I hope I did good here, but I just spilled my drink on my keyboard. Um, oh, it, no. it only hit the right side. So I unplugged it, and it's over there, and I have a backup wireless, so we're good to go. We're good Hopefully to go. Hopefully it's now. just water or something, and not uh, it wasn't something just, sugary. It wasn't just water. Uh, I'm going to probably have to clean it out with alcohol later, but uh, we're, we're, we're good. We're good. We're totally good. Okay. We're on track. Well, I, you got a backup. I've got a backup. <laughs> Happy. I got my wireless that I use when I'm in bed. Anyways, um, yes, that match was really good. And, uh, yeah, it was really good. Like, I watched it, like, twice, dude. I was like, fucking mm. Jericho. And, of course, Ishii. He's, like, one of the best of all time. Now, um, this is not about AEW. Uh, AEW uh, just had a pay-per-view, and we haven't talked about it, but it's okay, because tonight we are going to talk about what William Regal would call war games. Yes. By the way, do, do you defiantly. think, would William Regal be working in WWE if he wasn't in AEW? Would he be back? I was just yeah. thinking, yeah, right? <laughs> like, I was just thinking I, that today. Not even a second thought he would be there right now. Probably uh, in a capacity he was similar to before, which is basically, you know, scouting. and He might be, but right back his, in NXT. Yeah. Honestly. He might be, but right I wouldn't back rule there. it. You know, I don't know what his contract looks like at AEW, but he obviously he's at a top main event uh, angle now. So, uh, on yeah, screen yeah, well, that, AEW, which, which so. is yeah, which is cool. Like they're using him. He's awesome. You know, a career heel who is now a heel again. So it's like, oh, you know, yeah. maybe it makes sense to slot people. You know, what they're really good at. But then again, you know, he probably is happier being... I don't know what his deal is, but he was obviously heavily behind the scenes with NXT and just in general with their whole talent pool. Um, you know, he was at all a lot of PWGs and just going through all those indies, scouting people out. And I remember when he was at the Blood... Blood uh, what's that show called? Blood, Blood Sport. And him, right. and, him and Moxley yeah. were there, actually, together. There's probably... A lot of, uh, you know, any of those, geez, anybody from 2014 on, uh, maybe even a little before, William Regal was plucking off the indies and Hell going yeah. to see, right? Every, any, everyone from Seth Rollins to Tommaso Ciampa uh, and Johnny Gargano and uh, Sam Kevin Shaw, Owens, Samuel Shaw, Sammy, Sammy Zayn. <laughs> Do you know who <laughs> Samuel Shaw is? Isn't Samuel Shaw the guy with the mustache? What's his name? Dexter, Dexter Loomis. Loomis? Yeah. 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 No, yeah. yeah I mean, he was probably out there, you know. You're right. He was scouting. N- not to get too deep into AEW, but uh, I'm sure Tony Khan would definitely use him for that after uh, his on-screen role gets played out. So, um, yeah. yeah, but War Games tonight, speaking of 
uh, old Regal there. Um, overall, the show, uh, I thought it was... It had a few pretty damn good matches. I'd say it was pretty entertaining overall. Um, I had fun. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely. I, I also feel like um, I knew when... Uh, you know, Triple H kind of took over that the product was going to get better, but it was going to take a lot of time. Um, well, it's and it's still it going to take a, it's overnight. still going to take a lot of time, right? It's still taking time, and it's I think it's a little, it's definitely a little. You know, I you get an idea of the storylines and everything, and it's it is better. I still haven't watched NXT in ages, I wa- so I, I don't I, have any comment for that. I watch I watch it here and there. Um, it's it's good. It still has a lot of the NXT 2.0 shit, but uh, there's there's improvements. You know, uh, there is, is pluses and minuses, ups and downs. It's definitely not 2015 NXT, not even close. Yeah, but I, I, it's not where you go for five and a half, six star United States matches. That's for sure anymore. Yeah, yeah, but but all those guys from 2015 NXT are main roster now. You know, so that's another thing. Like they just had this amazing group of talent there. But uh, yeah, we could talk more NXT and stuff. We have done our episode. By the way, go check out our past episode, guys. We have so many. We've got like. It's become a wrestling library. You can learn so much. We did there wrestling. Was, there was NXT. actually I forgot to send you this, but I'm gonna shout it out now. Okay. Somebody was mentioning to me that they were gonna check out our backlog. Awesome. Oh. I well, I appreciate yeah. that. I was gonna tell you, Justin. I uh, you you did a cool drawing for that guy, right? Yes. Yes. <laughs> and. Uh, I was kind of hoping he would respond to me so I could be like, go check out our podcast. But, uh, right. He didn't respond. Somebody said they were going to, I think it might have been him. But, anyways, um, it was him, wasn't it? But, um, okay. We're talking backstage somebody, business here, but maybe we need to, uh, yeah. Maybe we need to, maybe I need to print out some wrestling and cards that you can throw in your packages. Uh, yeah, maybe. That would be Just good. a little extra. I, I did get, actually, that drawing, um, Got a lot of one of my most likes on Instagram, but also I had somebody kind of a little bit of a hater that I had to and interact with. Of course, with. you get those. What? What did every dude, once in a while? But they went pretty deep with me, and they were taking out a lot of frustration. <laughs> um, dude, I've been I was called racist by doing the New Japan rap, and uh, when I posted a picture huh? with me and my black girlfriend, he was like, "Yo." Oh, I got a black girlfriend. Everyone says that. I'm like, what? I'm not racist. But this person was like, like I get this a lot, which is, it usually doesn't go very far, but it's like, looks like a 10-year-old drew this, right? But you know that. And I know that, so basically my response is pretty standard, usually more or less, does mental age count, right? And then, and then this person kind of went after me, like, you should check out much better drawings done by more serious artists who struggle to get their work out there. The fact that your childlike art is gaining more recognition is an insult. <laughs> oh, my god! It gosh. just comes off like you're mocking real artists and giving them the middle finger is wow. what I'm getting at. He must think so that said, you're well, totally self-unaware, Justin, that you have no... Well, I, I was going to say, like, you've never heard me on anything then, I guess, but... Well, that is definitely not the case, is how I responded. I, I really took the high road on this, because I do feel that way, too. 
I was, I said, well, that is definitely not the case. I started this during the pandemic because I was stressed, worried, and I loved wrestling and always wanted to learn to draw and just track my progress. But people started following me and even buying my drawings. Art is subjective anyway, right? Yes. And he's like, well, well, that's cute and all, but you need to understand that there are many artists more hardworking who struggle to gain followers. Think about it. And I said, I understand and totally respect real artists, but you're saying I should stop posting, drawing, and selling my drawings and supporting my mental health because better artists work harder than me? <laughs> right? I mean, that's... <laughs> and he said, no, but understand you're not the only one struggling with mental health. I know a girl in New York who just had photo ops of a lifetime with AEW or whatever, and just goes on to say that, you know, uh, she wasn't appreciated by the wrestlers or whatever and that she's really good. And I said, I, he says, I do acknowledge that other people struggle and I feel bad for her. I'd love to see her work. I'm not sure what you want me to say. This is further than I usually go to interact with people who disagree with me on social media, but I appreciate you offering me another perspective and I hope you have a great day. <laughs> you know, just kind of end it because, like, I'm not going to really get into it. I'm about and then to. He kind of. Yeah, but he's Fiend, like, likewise. Fiend, uh, I'm not going to say his name. Don't <laughs> yeah. say his name. Don't say his name, John. Yeah. Okay. Um, well, but, so so I should like, jump can, into the conversation then. I mean, I it's all right. I mean, okay, I just you got this. But he did say likewise. I can understand. I come off as a dick, but I'm blunt, and I and you handled my criticism criticism well. So I applaud you for that. You need to, you don't need to say anything. I'm trying. Uh, to help my friend. It just sounds like he feels sorry for his friend and he just, like, there's no reason to, like, you know, I think what it was was, um, uh, what's his name shared it? Uh, Trent. Mm. And so he probably saw it from when Trent shared it in his story. And it's like, obviously I don't want to do this, but if, if he was going, and my wife was mentioning, well, why doesn't he go after the wrestler that shared it rather than you? Because, you know, she he should be giving that same lingo to him, saying, you should share artwork of, like, people that actually try and not this crap, you know, rather... You know what I mean? Why go after me? <laughs> but, you know, anyways. Yeah. That, well, that, okay, I, I'm going to say you got often. this, because I want to jump in there, because if he's brutally blunt, brother, I can show him uh, a little more than that, but... Uh, nah, okay, I mean, I'll let you I just think... We, we have to understand, he probably had a friend that he really feels bad for, and he saw someone like that, and it triggered him a little bit, and um he's just sticking up for his friend so i'm not gonna yeah ju- you know whatever i think he, he I, might not understand like you, you does he even realize like <clears throat> that you do this stuff like 99 per- or 90 percent for fun i mean you get you get clout and yeah. stuff but it's not like you're getting ten thousand likes an image you know i exactly i mean that's the thing is like i sell maybe a drawing a month like lately on average like and it's not like I'm, you know, putting my kids through college with it or anything. Relax, you know. Well, there are, and there are wrestling artists who who make pretty good money and stuff that you know. So I I don't. Anyways, wait, when did you do the Thunder Rosa face paint? Hang on. Like oh, on my face. <laughs> yeah. oh, my that, wife did that. That was pretty cool. I just missed that. That was for Halloween. Okay, but uh, yeah. Well, shout outs to him because you know what, Justin. It sounds like you handled it very respectfully good job on that because uh when yeah, you get a hater I mean, sometimes sh- turning turning them and recognizing that they're going through something is is a tough thing to do but it's usually what's happening so and that's exactly you know and i just politely said you know hey we disagree and but i'm not you know i don't really go far i'm not gonna like change anyone's mind or anything and just wanted to let him know like i have felt that way like i i know that 
I, I do see people that are really good and I'm like, I'm like, man, I'm not as good as these people. I mean, I do go through that in my head, but I don't see why that should stop me from putting stuff out yeah, there. Yeah, totally. I have the same <laughs> and thing if with they ever, if you ever hear me on like, you know, an interview or any podcast, I'm not, I'm very self-deprecating and self-aware. Yeah, of, but d- guys, stuff, you don't so. realize he makes fun of himself way more than you can make fun of him. Yeah. So. <laughs> Come on, guys. Um, so, so yeah, anywho. yeah, we uh, had war games tonight. Uh, it was actually Survivor Series. Notable that we got no Survivor Series matches. So, uh, the Triple H I th- thing. Yeah, I I think we're yeah because you know what the the problem with these Survivor Series Raw SmackDown stuff the last few years is that oh, there was yeah, no that's what they've been doing. Yep, there was no incentives and no okay Raw wins now what. Last there was if no. I remember last year's was particularly stakes. no build type of thing. You had. I always was. I always had the idea that like if Raw wins, they should get the last five spots in the Royal Rumble, and if SmackDown mm. loses, they should get the first five. Um, I always thought there should have been some kind of stakes or incentives to winning or losing the match, but there never was anything, and the bragging rights don't really mean anything. Uh, either because they and they would always have those kind of build-ups where they would attack each other. Um, well, it's it's especially weird because nowadays um, SmackDown and Raw don't really care about each other at all, and yeah, also like people jump back and forth. So what would make one people? What would make one group even feel, I guess, patriotic or whatever towards their home? You know, there's nothing... Like I said, it would have to be some kind of incentive, like, we want those last five spots in the Royal Rumble. Yeah, well, and even then, it's like, okay, now, though, they're all against each other, but, I mean, it does make more sense, but you're right, incentive, like, give them them something. It's enough to them to rally around each other to know that they're getting 25 through 30. Yeah, they're they're getting something, you know, or... Whoever yeah. whoever wins gets to have a tournament to, to get the number one contest something like that. Right. Yes, but uh, there has to be some kind of incentive. But anyways, um, that's why I think the war games. It's still a multiple man match. Yep. Uh, and I think it's. I know that there was some hesitation for it to be on the big brand. I, I'm pretty sure Vince didn't like the match. I don't think he did. I, I'm not exactly sure why. I mean, he does elimination chamber, which is. You know, not it is pretty different, but like it's gimmicky. It's a, it's a, it's a, you know, a first cousin, yeah, of of it. You know, it's definitely in the family. It's definitely a spinoff of what. It's kind of cheesier than uh, war games, games though. I mean, when dudes are in pods and just sit there with light up pods, light up, yeah, and then like the pods break on accident, and Mark Henry has and Dolph Ziggler has to tell everyone what to do. So uh, yeah, so we we did have the war games matches, and uh, before the war games match, now we had uh, the the decrepit Ozzy Osbourne doing a bad lip sync of War Pigs. um, Something I noticed. Uh, which I thought good for he him was kind of sick there now and everything. Yeah, I thought okay, yeah, good for him. Yeah, I thought he was pretty much done from doing stuff, but good for him if he's not. Good for him. Got got a little extra money on top, and a uh, little different though because WWE has uh, historically they use kind of young up and coming musicians. So this time we're going for the old school musician, but it is a song that everybody knows. So. I think that's one of the yeah that is kind of true 
usually with the theme of everything else isn't smackdowns an acdc song smackdown is acdc but for the pay-per-views they're usually kind of more unknown musicians or not unknown but like pop pop just more pop yeah (laughs) actually the the complete opposite (laughs) unknown uh, by uh, by people our age popular but not necessarily on the radio and stuff like that like uh, a little bit underground so um I thought that it was a little cheesy that in between the uh, lyrics they had WWE soundbite. So he's like, oh, na, 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 da, 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 and then Bianca's hair whipping. Uh, anyways, that's well, a yeah. Pick, I mean, that's but... that's how you that's how you work it in. So yeah. So I wrote way too many notes for the War Games match. I don't usually write notes for matches, and I'm learning. Um, I wrote way too many notes, so. I'll just go through this here, and you can cut me off when if you want to comment. Um, so, uh, oh, oh, I gotta say, I don't, I don't like the women's announcer. I don't like the announcer that much. I don't like her that much. What do you think? Do you have an opinion on her? Uh, who's the women announcer? I don't know her name actually. The ring announcer. The ring announcer. Yeah, she she has this uh, really intense growl. She, now, she. It's I know who you're talking about. I, I have a feeling really, like it's just. This, I'm, I'm pretty. Are like, you ambivalent? I'm ambivalent to it. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I doesn't she sound similar to uh, what's her name? Uh, Lillian Garcia. No, when what's when when Cody's wife used to Brandy. Oh, no, because Brandy do kind of does the Justin Roberts style of the. And the following, you know, that kind of classic right. professional style. And I know what you're talking about, though, but no, I'm pretty, it's fine, I don't care. This lady <laughs> does this just, just <clears throat> growl that, uh, I will say she actually had a very, she looked very good tonight. She ha- was all dressed up and definitely looked great. Um, so I hope she improves, but I think they like her growl. That's a nitpick that I'm not a huge fan of. Uh, Nikki Cross is back, by the way, to being an unhinged crazy person instead of the superhero, right? Probably a good idea, and that's definitely probably a Triple H thing. It's, yeah, it's better than Nikki Ash. Um, I think that's one of those things where you you knew it was going to flip, but you can't just all of a sudden make her... I mean, a Vince thing would have been just make her show up as the old character one day out of nowhere. Well, that is um, what happened. Tri- that is what happened. She just is showed up happened? as the old I character and, and yeah, interfered in a match. But uh, but but she still went on to be Nikki Ash for a little while after Vince left. Oh. It wasn't like, I mean, he's. T- I think he's just kind of has a list of things he wants to change, and he's doing it one by one. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, probably. I just wonder: is there anything else to do with this character, this girl, like? I, I never really was a huge fan of her insane unhinged and uh I, I think her best stuff was when she was in Sanity, right? In NXT and she had that maybe. um match with Asuka that uh, oh, last man yeah. last person standing match was really, really good actually. Okay. Um, I'll give you I'll give you I that. think when she was a part of Sanity, I think that was her best her peak, uh well, the one thing I have you written know. here is that she has a cool theme now that is a kind of a remix of the old Sanity theme. Now, the old Sanity theme was great, but uh, the new theme is a Sanity style, and uh, I like that. Right. Good good on them. Uh, maybe Eric Young can get in on that. So, 
damage control. I love their entrance, by the way. The three, when the three come out. Uh, I've seen it live. Very cool. Very cocky. Um, just EO is just such a good heel. So, yeah, just, yeah. just wanted to say that. So, Dakota Kai and Bianca, they started the match. Generic stuff. We had some back and forth. Um, EO Sky came in next. And, and, you know, the first part of these War Games matches are a lot of just, like, people coming in and beating each other up um, until... I, I thought this women's match, the first, like, as people were entering, was kind of boring. Like, like I, I just didn't see a whole lot of crazy stuff happen as they were entering, you know, until the yeah, match I was actually a, I was started. Yeah, I was a little distracted with certain things going on around, around here at that time. But, um, yeah, it was fine. I mean, uh, it's funny that Dakota Kai's probably been in about four or five of these by now, it feels like. They said that EO had been in, I think, four. EO Shirai had and been in four. Dakota Kai's got to be right there, too. I don't know um, about that, bro. She I was don't... at the one I was in, uh, that I was at yeah. in 2018. Um, she was in that one? Yeah. She was like, I mean, that might have been around the time she turned heel. If she didn't turn, she might have turned heel in that match, actually. Dakota Kai honestly never had really a big presence in NXT. She was just in there for years and years, but I don't remember her. She was always like a like a like a, a Bailey clone uh, when she first came up, you know. Well, yeah, and she looked totally different. I really love her look now with the uh, no, color no. Hair. She totally transformed it. Yeah, yeah, she went from the pigtails to that. Even Bailey, I mean, as a heel, yeah, a great job. Yeah, definitely. And I have written here. When will Io do a moonsault off the cage? We knew it was going to happen. It was only a question of yeah. when. Um, Nikki Cross came in. Multiple kendo sticks, trash can lids. The fans are yelling, we want tables. She doesn't grab one, and she gets booed for that. Uh, which sucks. <laughs> like, you do what you're supposed to do, right? And you get well, booed. Well, yeah, I mean, you're, you match like that, you got to do what was planned yeah um i had written here we're at the point in the match now where people go to sleep you know people just pass out and take a nap uh multiple women just passed out uh napping yeah, while others fight there wasn't as much of a you know we'll talk about that main event later um which just had a really good like kind of storyline throughout um i i wasn't really watching the build but the the build for that main event and the story for that main event was very very a simple story that was easy to that, to catch on yeah that story that story was awesome and yes easy yeah and it was explained throughout the show um probably one of the better stories in wrestling right now very Absolutely. good very good stuff so alexa came in did the hot tag type of shine i liked her gear i'll say that she had new gear and I'm sure a lot of people had new gear that I'm kind of missing, but uh, I liked Alexa's gear, although didn't really do a ton in the match. Uh, wasn't one of the highlights, but she was there. So Bailey came in. Now she grabbed two ladders. Crowd loved that. Uh, she power bombed Bianca into a trash can lid in the corner, and uh, damage control set up the table and trapped Bianca in the corner. So. Bianca's trapped in the corner, unable to push a table, and she kind of got put in there. Um, Mia Yim. What did you think about Mia Yim? I haven't seen her in forever. She was released and re-signed, right? She yeah. was one of those. This is Keith Lee's wife. Um, 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. Always liked her. She also used to date Eddie Kingston. I remember as well. What? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Do you know? Do, do you know uh, who's dating Eddie Kingston now? I believe because this is the gossip hour. No, I thought Go I ahead, heard that me. he was with uh, Ruby Soho. I th- really? I thought I had seen something like that. Anyway, uh, yeah, but uh, interesting. Anyways. So, uh, none of our business, but yeah, no. um, exactly. She, I remember first seeing her probably in 2015 ish when she was uh, 2014, 2015. She was in Impact as part of like this stable called the Dollhouse where she was basically really? dressing like a squirrel girl every week. Oh boy, and they would come out to that song by Hole. Uh, <laughs> what song? Um, Doll Parts. Which is a great song for those that know the song. Yeah, it, they would. Come Can you sing it that. for us, or? No, I'm not doing that. Okay. <laughs> Google it. It's worth it. We don't want to get taken down. If I start singing it, no, dude, then we're not big we enough get for flagged. copyright. <laughs> yeah, if we, we are on YouTube though, uh, like some of our episodes. So you're right. We could get there if, you if you sing it like really, really it's well. Lives. Like it'll get flagged. So Plus, yeah. By the way, um, the announcers were not sure what her name was. Did you notice that? Well, they were. I I recently heard that she took she on. She changed her a name and then it moved it name. back. I I don't know what they're doing with her, but she, no, she looks great and she's um, you know, she's pretty talented. So and she's in the OC now, right? She's with uh, AJ Styles and and uh, I think Gallows and Anderson. I think they brought her but out she's yeah, in the to group. go against Rhea. No, no, no. She's literally in the OC now. Well, but, but that's what I'm saying. They needed a woman to beat up Rhea. Right, right. But she's like in the group, in the stable. It's not like a guest or anything. I like it. Um, I, yeah, I also, which is cool. I also like that she's wearing like kind of legit wrestling gear now. Uh, well, I mean, whatever that means. Look what John Moxley wears. Yeah. No, she wore baggy right. pants before, dude. With like oh, a street she was kind of look. The, kind of the Lita look. Kind of a well, kind of a little bit different. More like you know, she's from LA, Not the right? Tail. And she had the Not whole the sh- whale tail. Yeah, she, yeah, she kind of had like an LA street look with the bandana. I, I know what you're saying. And, I know uh, what you're saying. Yeah. Um, and now she she still has the bandana to kind of you know give it the old, have the like crossover there. But she's got like legit wrestling gear, and uh, so it's Meechin Mia Yim. I wrote down both names. Uh, she looked pretty good in this match actually so excited to see no her. no she's she's a she's a really good wrestler and she was in those may young classics and stuff like that that's when yep. they first start using her and no, no she's legit and deserves to be there for sure i i agree um now i started wondering at this point if the clock was gimmicked um because the clock would just disappear now i know you didn't sit there with the stopwatch and neither did i no, but I know that they did manipulate it a little bit with the men's match, at least, I could tell. What they do is they just, if, if they do a spot, they have to do a spot, they just turn the clock off. Or they just hide it, you know? Or they just let something play out, and they're like, okay, listen, we gotta kill some time, let's take the clock off, and we'll just put it up with a minute left. <laughs> we'll just, yeah, or ten seconds. They, they do the same thing yeah. with the Royal Rumble every year. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. So, kind of, you have to. Um... Mm-hmm. The other thing is that I thought this, again, more nitpicks here, but hey, that's why people listen. I listened with headphones. I thought the ring was kind of mic'd pretty badly. I was hearing spot, spots called constantly. 
over my headphones. So maybe it's because mm. I wore headphones. Most people watching on TV might not have noticed, but uh, just a little nitpick there. Uh, let's... Just wondering how the ring was wired since there was two. I don't know. I know. I'm thinking, does WWE... I was thinking about this. I was like, okay, they got their two rings they use for touring. Is that the two rings they put? Whatever. WWE probably has ten rings in a warehouse in Connecticut. Or they just find a ring in any town and they can dress it up. Well, they gotta use their material because their rings are different. I believe they. I know that WWE yeah. uses actual twine for their ropes. They're like the only company. They probably that... have one in storage at multiple locations in the country. Yeah, I'm. I'm pretty sure. New Japan, they'll just use whatever you know. They'll right. just be like, all right, whatever's in New York. Um, so Rhea Ripley, she had pretty cool gear too, wearing uh, kind of shorts this time, um, came out, and she beat everyone up. The crowd was not amazing for these first, uh, first when the women were coming in, I thought. Like, the crowd was, it was like, I don't know if it wasn't mic'd well, but like, I wasn't hearing them cheer really huge for any one lady. Um, Maybe they were. It seemed like they were a little surprised that they were leading off with that match. Well, it's Triple H now, so he's going to lead off. Well, you're right. Yes, you're right. They might have been surprised. People that. are probably still getting their seats and all that stuff. You know, that's that's. Well, they had the pre-show, but yeah, um, but you know, Triple H, he he does that like Tony Khan style. Well, he was doing it before Tony Khan, where he always starts with a fucking awesome match. You know. Starts with something hot. No, I think I remember the uh, the uh, the other War Games matches. They've always let off with something hot like that, or the War Games match themselves. I don't. Well, and NXT takeovers in the past, in general, like you you always started with the hot. Oh match. yeah, but uh, yeah. And in fact, this kind of felt like a takeover in the sense that there weren't that many matches. Of course, two of them were War Games, so they each took like an hour, basically. But yeah, yeah, it definitely had that feel to it. And I think overall their pay-per-views have been a lot more, uh, since Triple H took over, have been a little more streamlined and compact for good reason. The, yeah, they have been. But I was just thinking of Full Gear, which I think had 13 matches. So it's like... And, and honestly, the pay-per-view did go three hours. Right? So, Which is kind of the sweet spot. I don't think you want to go any longer than that. Two and a half to three hours is good for a pay-per-view, but three seems to be the standard. I And um, I want it to be that way. And, of course, you get your WrestleManias, but, uh, and your big, you know, whatever, uh, your big right. Wrestle Kingdom, that's fine, but, um, you know, crowds get tired, too. So, this one had a, had a fairly good format to get the crowd uh, hot by the end. So, eventually, we had Becky come in, weirdly, again, with the crowd... When Becky came in, I thought it would be a huge pop, and it really wasn't that big of a pop. Uh, I, was she out for a while? Did she yeah, get she's, hurt? She's or like... been injured since, jeez. What was their big outdoor show that they did? SummerSlam. So it was, uh, oh, she, okay. it, she like uh, separated her shoulder when she went against Bianca. So I guess I didn't realize that. Okay. I knew, okay. Because they okay right she's back okay what do you return. think she's of that and, and she's babyface by the way too um she was healed forever right. which another Vinceism that's being reversed right yeah uh, that they did a really weird stuff with Bianca and her with that really short SummerSlam match last year and see that's the kind of stuff where you have to really 
you know, almost break it and build it up again. Uh, so, it, yeah, I mean, I think she's a better baby face, but then she really did that man stuff well with the, the broken nose thing, which kind of happened by accident that they really could have ran with, but then they kind of abandoned it, right? Um, she she seems like a really good like kind of tweener, the edgy baby face, you know. Yeah, I, I think right, um, kind of like her, you know, in a way like her husband, right? Yeah, well, but I will say this: she used to be one of the top acts in the entire company, and she's not anymore. She was at, arguably at one point she was the top act in that company yeah. at that point. Yeah, so be a good idea to get her back on track. Um, mm-hmm. The first, oh. Of course, I wrote down Becky kept calling Bailey a little bitch, which I thought was pretty funny. Um, first near fall was a riptide to Becky. Oscar saved her. And then finally, we had EO climbing to the top to do her moonsault. Oh, this, this was weird. They didn't let her do it, and they had like a clusterfuck in the corner, and all the ladies were in the corner. And I didn't know the point because they just let EO climb to the top. And she hit her moonsault on Bianca and... Uh, Mia, great moon, great moon salt as always. So cool spot, one of the best. Yeah, in the business, that moon salt. Yep. Although she, there's some pretty funny uh, botch videos of her fucking it up that are pretty entertaining. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Nikki finds a. So we had a little thing between Nikki and uh, Alexa, which I want to bring up. This is part of the whole show too. Big deal here. Uh, uh, kind of something Hunter is doing, which is that acknowledging the past, right? Like something they had yeah, not they were done. The tag team, yeah, right. Yeah, like before the 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 joke always or the saying was always like they don't respect the fans. They think you're idiots. They they think the fans have a memory of one week. But we had right. a lot of acknowledgement. In fact, even uh, Michael Cole had mentioned Sting's team uh, from the early '90s War Games. So. But you, right, I mean, just even with the Kevin Owens, Sami Zayn stuff, you know, that was twenty five years, you know. And then right? you had, yeah, and then you had, um, you had Sheamus and Roman Reigns going at it, and they brought up, oh, do you remember when Sheamus cashed in on Roman Reigns? Yeah, and uh, yeah. so really cool that Vince isn't in their ear, you know, and they are actually able to acknowledge. Uh, no pun intended, the past. Right. So, Nikki, uh, yeah, but Nikki um, and Alexa both, like you said, the tag team before, and they did a little handcuff spot, which kind of put them out of the matches. She dropped Nikki. Oh, they both hit the trash can. So Mia Yim put a sleeper on Rhea. Rhea backpacked her into the ladder. Brutal spot. Do you remember that one? Yeah, that was pretty good. Uh, yeah. That one probably hurts. For That'll start hurting tonight. <laughs> That'll sure. start hurting, yeah. Uh, Io and Dakota get put on the table. Becky Lynch climbs to the top and does a leg drop onto both women. I thought the f- I thought that for this match being, I thought, average, the finish was pretty fucking cool. Yeah, it was. It was, it was, it was really good, actually. It, I remember the other women's ones being better, but this was definitely perfectly serviceable but yeah maybe a little it dragged at the beginning yeah um For, and it is like a 40 yeah, minute match you know, yeah i think you had a lot of people that maybe hadn't done one before 
True. Um, that were kind of hanging around. Um, and then also you had someone returning as well that hadn't had a match for a while, and all of a sudden they're doing a War Games match. That's probably a lot to, to take in as well. I thought Becky did look pretty damn good, though. And the that, that oh, for finish, sure, yeah. like, dude, the leg drop onto two women on the table, that takes a lot of trust in balls. So uh, she really is the man. Definitely. Good return, and we'll see what they do with it next, I guess. Or maybe we won't. I don't know. I th- we'll I see think if we continue to watch. I think we will. We'll, we'll probably see Becky on Friday. Finger on the pulse, yeah. Yeah, so... Uh, after that, we had a break. Um, we had an entire commercial about Brock Lesnar for some reason. I guess they, there was a, there was a couple commercials here just to be like, "Hey, guess what? This guy still exists." So um, zoned out. I was. I didn't even really realize it. So. I'm sure, it, dude. Yeah, they, this is when people go to get their beers and stuff. Like you know. And this is you know where the difference with New Japan and WWE. New Japan does really good packages. They just don't use them for every match. It's like as soon as those people are out of the ring, the new, the, the other next, match, the music starts. It's that's it AEW pretty much as well. They they do some they do some video packages. The thing is though, you got to understand is Peacock. If you pay five dollars a month, has commercials, right? So yeah. they have to yeah. have commercial spots. And the bullshit part is that if you pay ten dollars a month, instead you just get commercials for WWE. Yeah, that's pretty much the same thing. Same thing. Um, Roman is shown backstage with Jay Uso. Jay is telling Roman that Sammy cannot be trusted. He's nervous and says that Sammy is the reason that uh, they recently lost. Uh, Jay says that Sammy is, again, not to be trusted. And Roman says that he'll find out what the truth is. Paul E. Dangerously is in the back looking creepy as hell. <laughs> and uh, he's got a six smile and Sammy is called into Roman's dressing room, which we will get to later. AJ, now this is when I started taking normal person notes. So AJ versus Finn, what was your uh, impression of this one? Really good match. I mean, uh, I wouldn't call it a, you know, something they would do at Cork and Hall or the Dome or, you know, Edeon Arena. But, um... (laughs) You know, it was it was really good. Or maybe I, I like Shinkiba Finn's first new... ring. Yeah, I mean, I like Finn's new look with the, you know, the the sculpted beard and the Jordans and the uh, some pants. kind of flag hanging out of his pants. I like that. I kind of yeah. dig it. Uh, I'd like to see a demon worked into that at some point. Yeah, he's probably um, done with that, bro. Unless he's gonna unless win the they championship. Make him into a, a Malachi Black kind of thing yep. with that group. Um. Yeah. But uh, Finn looks great for 40, and uh, AJ Styles looks great for, what, 45? Um, Finn is 40? Yeah. My God, dude. Yeah. Yeah, Maybe. he looks um, incredible. He's His body is, like, one of the most sculpted in wrestling. Mm-hmm. Definitely. Him and show. Yeah. Uh, yeah. But, I, uh, I, I it, was, it was good. I wouldn't call this match really good. I thought it was better than okay. I thought it was good. The, the The sentiment that I've been seeing online and the thing I very first thought was the thing that you said at the beginning, which this match would be ten times better in any other company. They both did their WWE style and uh, 
So, I mean, there, there's some stuff missing, but there was some cool athletic stuff too. Um, so, one thing that kind of made me happy is that the club and the Judgment Day extras, they, they all beat each other up and left the ring kind of near the beginning of the match, right? So, we weren't going to get a ton of right. interference, luckily. Which is a good way to get out of having the interference, right? I mean, um, just have them eliminate each other. Yeah, they rather just... than having the the ref kick him out, or there's other ways to do it, but that was fine. I would love to see a video of them brawling back into the locker room, and then be like, "All right, are we still on camera?" No, and then they just stop, and you know, yeah, sit down, they go get cereal together at yeah, catering. Go or to catering, exactly. <laughs> so Balor goes up for the coup de gras near the end. There, he misses it. AJ uh, puts the calf crusher on him. Finn slams AJ's head into the mat to break up the submission they trade shots aj hits the phenomenal forearm forearm i was sure this was going to be a near fall and it was not he beat him yeah he beat uh he beat finn balor so big win sudden yeah pretty big win for aj this feud is maybe over i think we'll we'll see what judgment day is going to get into we got edge possibly coming back and he's got to pay back the judgment day for what they did to his wife any in carl anderson's probably got to get a hop on a plane pretty soon and defend that never open weight title never open weight champion is this the first never yeah. open weight champion on a wwe show as he was champion well, current i would hope so <laughs> i haven't I, seen I, I shibata to come out with that belt i want to i want to hear oh, michael God. cole explain to me what it is the NJPW Never Openweight Champion Carl. Yeah, hey, yeah. Have him never explain what never means. Something that's yeah. I want him to explain exactly, and I want him to talk about the lineage of the title. Everything. <laughs> it uh, used to be for younger wrestlers. I would just love him and just confuse the audience as much as humanly possible with what that thing is. Yeah, I'm trying to find what it actually was supposed to mean. Um, but oh. Uh, no. It, okay. Well, the never New just blood, means evolution, that valiantly, eternal, and radical. It was an under thirty title for a minute, wasn't it? Yes. Yeah. It, no. It was. It was. It was supposed. Oh, to, supposed to be a younger. The, I, I, actually, I'm reading the. Wiki. The whole idea is that any weight class can challenge for it. I think there's no. Yeah, that's the whole open weight concept. I, I will say I'm reading the Wikipedia on this, and it's pretty good. It says it was a. Uh, it was ex- uh, planned to be only defended at never events um, for the younger wrestlers. That's a never event. F- well, exactly. Uh, for younger <laughs> wrestlers, but instead, because of Shibata, Togi Makabe, and Tomohiro Ishii, it has become known for its gritty and hard-hitting matches. So. Yeah. See, that would be something they can mention, but... You know. No, they, you know, they're not a good... New Japan works with watching. AEW. Yeah. Slowly but sure. Right now, for now. They would mention Noah before they would mention New Japan. Um, although, if you go through that They've chain, been mentioning the Bullet Club. Really? When they talk about... They say AJ, that, yeah, that when they were. Yeah, when they were mentioning AJ Styles and Finn Balor's past, they were mentioned they mentioned the Bullet Club and they mentioned the OC being in the Bullet Club too. And did they mention the Young Bucks and Kenny Omega? <laughs> uh I don't think they took it that far, but 
you know. Of course. They're not. They said Bullet Club. They're not talking about Jay White on WWE yet. No, and they're not talking about the Tokyo Pimps or anything like that. <laughs> All right, so we had a break after that. Again, uh, just to finalize, you thought it was really good match. I thought it was good. It's good. Um, yeah, good. Say it's like something I would see on Dynamite, maybe. Um, I mean, it's something where um, you know the two of them could probably you know give them five, ten more minutes. They could have done a little a lot better, but yeah, and you could also tell them guys, middle, you can do more chops and forearms and uh, for a mid card WWE pay per view match. Yeah, it was good. I miss when AJ was beating fucking. John Cena? No, the guy that was like never supposed to hold the championship that I don't even remember his name. He's such a jobber. Oh, I know who you're talking about. Yeah, um, Jinder Mahal. Jinder Mahal. Yeah, I missed that. But uh, we had another break, um, which reminded me of how hard these papers... This is when I texted you and I was like, this show's going to go so long. like, I was like, nah, they're shorter now. But, I mean, it's a WWE pay-per-view, so it's a 10-minute match. 12-minute package. The commercials just... I'm like, oh, God, here we go. But you you were right. It was, like, only a few matches left. After this, we yeah. had Shotzi versus Ronda. Why don't you talk about how you felt about this one? I had no idea it was happening. <laughs> I just saw the graphic and went, oh, okay. Um, I, I, I love Shotzi Blackheart. Um, or is she just Shotzi now? I don't know. I don't know. Um, just... Used to see her a lot in, uh, you know, um, bar wrestling out here when that was a thing. Um, yeah. So she was kind of kind of local to doing a lot of indie stuff around here. Really good she's look. She's from California. Lot, the, I think so. Um, you know, she's got the tattoos. Kind of the horror movie kind of fan. Um, she's got like kind of the the tank and all that stuff. She's really reckless in the ring, which just kind of adds to her charm to me. Um, way better as a babyface than a heel, in my opinion. I don't think um, she's ever played guess, a heel in WWE. I don't think so, but you know, she's someone that can host like a Sven Gulli type show or horror movie marathon. Well, maybe you say uh, that, that because that she's already hosted uh, um, a Halloween, Halloween Havoc Havoc twice. Yeah, but um, I thought it was kind of a good little underdog thing with Ronda Rousey. You like the match? Tired. It was okay. I mean, I'm just kind of tired of Ronda Rousey. I just, I don't like her. I, I, I'm, not, I'm sorry. I'm not a fan either. She, uh, I don't like to say the term charisma vacuum too often, and she's not. But it's like kind of approaching that where it's just. I just, boring. I feel like Shayna Baszler should be in her spot. Yeah. Well, yeah. Uh, Shayna you know, Baszler ain't gonna sell as many, many tickets as Ronda Rousey. But I understand that. But I'm just saying she's way more talented and. I, I hate to say believable, and I just, you know, I just, Ronda Rousey just seems kind of phony to me. Well, and the thing, too, about Ronda is, you, you, I mean, like, Ronda is nowhere near as big as she was, like, five years ago. Not even well, close yeah, anymore. Of course not, yeah. Um, but, you yeah. know, she may I mean, she's getting booed. She's a heel now, right? She's a heel, and she she's better as a heel because she kind of she even when she's a baby face, she just is, makes this like resting bitch face, but angry. Yeah, um, and she's not a good promo. She's just always angry. Uh, so and the eye the eye makeup is just not a good presentation for her. It just doesn't work. 
Yeah, I'm not. Uh, a, I'm not a huge fan either. Um, and I, I like you. I like Shotzi. Uh, honestly, I don't think she's the best wrestler. But I first saw her in Defy actually, and I thought she mm-hmm. was cool. I green's my favorite color. She's got the green. She's Filipino, which is really cool to me. Right. Um, right. Yeah. You know, she's uh, she's pretty cool. And so it was kind of weird that she got a title shot here. I'm not really sure, you know, maybe Triple H saw something in her and he wants to give her a chance, which is cool. Sometimes you need to get those. Yeah, please do. Sometimes you need these title matches where you know who's going to win, but it elevates the person in the match. So, Right, and I think it did its job with that. Um, It was pretty quick and kind of predictable, but it worked, and hopefully, I mean, she's... I think Shotzi. I thought she was a little younger, but she's about thirty. So I think now's the time to get her going. So, did you go for it? Did you see the DDT on the apron attempt? Because that was real bad. Was who who was trying to attempt it? No, I meant uh, Shotzi was a trying to attempt it onto uh, yeah. Ronda. She, we and talked they about she fucked it up pretty bad. And yeah, and I know Shotzi. Sometimes you see her throw someone. You know, when she does, like, a splash or something, she just looks like she's going to hurt either herself or the other person. You know, but it adds to her charm, the kind of recklessness she goes off with. I kind of like blame Ronda a bit more in this one because, like, when you see someone like Ishii get DDT'd, right, the dude knows how to do the, the handstand with his elbows where, like, he gets right. spiked. And it looked like she DDT'd Ronda and she couldn't do that. And so Ronda just, like, instead of taking the bump, she just, like, didn't didn't you know which it's kind of like made Shotzi look like she fucked the, the the announcers didn't know what to say they pulled the oh they both got the worst of that you know they don't know what right to say. or he didn't get all of that um yeah well you know it's, it's just i'm not a big fan of the mma people being involved in pro wrestling in general are you kidding me bro brock lesnar uh, i know or and i'm not one a, of a fan of brock but like you know i'm start you know going back to like the Ken Shamrock and, you know, Dan Severn kind of age. It just doesn't feel right to me, usually. And well, you don't like Bobby Lashley? Are... Well, wasn't he a wrestler first, though? I don't know. Well, he was and probably an, an, an amateur well, wrestler first. And the short answer is I'm not the hugest fan of Bobby Lashley either, so maybe not. I just feel like a lot of those guys lack charisma and the feel for it, you know? And it's funny because... That first match we saw Ronda Rousey in was with that mixed tag with Kurt Angle, and was it Stephanie and and Triple H? Remember that? I don't know. I don't remember. She's that was never been for that, that WrestleMania. Good. It was arguably the best match on the card for that WrestleMania. Believe it or not, I would no. I I've never. I just never thought she had the personality or the charisma to be, you know, uh, or really the look to be in WWE. So I will still never forget when. Yeah, well, I'm going to bring up Minoru Suzuki, though, who started as a MMA fighter, though. i got to bring him up. I guess you don't like well, him yeah, either, huh? Sure. No, I, I oh, don't say that. He'll kill me. <laughs> so, but, uh, um, I want to say this, though. I will never forgive Ronda for... Ru- in North American wrestling, let's put it that way. Okay. I'll never forgive Ronda for ruining Becky Lynch. Not ruining, but, like, they had that WrestleMania main event... And right. she Triple pulled her out, yeah. shoulder up at the finish. Like, why right. would you do that? I don't know. It was like one of the, that was like one of the all time worst mess ups I've ever seen. Like, you pull your what shoulder at the say, finish of WrestleMania main event. When she did start, she didn't just 
plan to be a part-timer. She did dedicate herself, and she was doing house shows and all that stuff, and she was working a full schedule, so I'll give her credit for that. Her best match ever was The Rock and her versus Triple H and Stephanie at WrestleMania when they... Uh, that wasn't The Rock, though. Oh, you mean that little that, tease? Yes, that was her best okay. match ever. It wasn't a match, but... Uh, <coughs> best me. appearance. Anyways, talk for a second while I cough. Yeah, get that out. No, yeah, I think you're talking about that. Was it WrestleMania 31? This is the one in uh, up in the one in San the one Francisco? in San Francisco or yeah around there, um, but yeah right. So okay, next we had a. Uh, by the way, we didn't say this. Ronda won. Um, she hit armbar tap out. Yeah, she, yeah. She hit her with the Piper's Pit armbar shots of taps, and not sure what to think of this match. We get a break. We get a Cody promo video to remind us that he is still in WWE. Uh, do you got him to win the uh, Royal Rumble and come back? That's kind of my guy right now to win the come back and win the Royal Rumble. Oh, I mean, he's he's got to be the favorite. It, 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 yeah, like the timeline works out too. So yeah, yeah. So there's our quick uh, prediction there. We'll probably do a show for the next Royal Rumble. We always watch the Royal Rumble. So okay, um. Sami Zayn, now more more of the uh, uh, Uso story here. We had Sami Zayn meeting with Roman. He admits mm-hmm. that he lied to Jay, and Roman intimidated Sami and asked if he's with the bloodline or if he's going to stab them in the back. Sami says that he's with them. Maybe I'm reading too deep into this, but Sami also looked away from Roman a good few times. So I don't know if I'm over you know, reading this, but then when Roman hugged Sammy, Roman made the scariest face, dude. He looked right pissed. So, or not even pissed. He looked. I gotta watch out. Yeah, just cons- <sighs> like uh, he looked uh, like I don't know if I trust him. Kind of like yeah, I love the subtlety there. That's stuff that you never yeah. saw in WWE. That's more like AEW stuff. The subtlety in this storyline is so great. And it's a storyline that's ongoing, too, as we will soon yeah, find out. definitely. So, next up, we had uh, a match. I'll talk about it real quick. This was Lashley, Rollins, and Austin Theory. I thought this match was great. What would you think? No, nah, it was really good. Uh, really, really good. And as much as people don't like Austin Theory, and I'm kind of one of them, um, he's pretty good. I like Austin Theory. I saw uh, yeah. after I saw him live, man. He convinced me. Um, I mean, he. I think the guy can go. He had a match with Rey Mysterio. I although that's kind of hard to fuck up. But when I saw him, um, and he was awesome. And you know, they gave him a character change recently. Did you hear about that? Yeah, he's got the beard now, which I think is a. He looks way less. Uh, you know. Uh, he looks a like little a older and more serious. Oh, oh yeah. stop. <laughs> um, and well, he cashed in was, and he failed, too. So it's On c- the U.S. title, which was really dumb. Well, well, I mean, with, he said, I can't beat Roman Reigns, basically. So, And he's probably yeah. right. Uh, but uh, after he cashed in, he started getting way more violent and get, giving people a lot more reason to boo him. So I think it was a character change for the better here. No, and I think that's one of those things where, uh, you know, Triple H is like, I gotta s- figure out what we're gonna do with this guy, and he's like, you're gonna, 
you're going to cash in and fail, you're going to grow your beard out, and you're going to, you know what I mean? And you give people a reason to boo you outside of just being annoyed by you. And he's doing exactly, that. Exactly, and... exactly. Because that's what he was. He had the selfies and the selfie stuff. Yeah. And it was, yeah, he it was kind of an annoying character. And now he has become, like, it's, like, much more legit. Like, you're like, okay, no, he actually wants to beat up people. He's not just a fucking character. Um, so yeah. this match, man, there were some great spots in this match. Um, Seth Rollins. And let's just say that Seth Rollins is probably what top twenty, top fifteen best wrestlers in the world. He's definitely probably the best wrestler in WWE. Well, I've not really been a Seth Rollins fan for many years. I think that his characters have been misguided. I, even in ring, I haven't really loved this stuff. And we've mm. had arguments over our podcast yeah. about this, and you've told me, like, well, you know, for WWE and stuff, I will say this match, he was amazing. Um, no, he's, I mean, yeah. I, I'm I, I really watching him, I'm like, yeah. He, and as you said, Justin, he, he belongs up there. His athleticism, putting together matches, because I'm pretty sure he kind of had a lot to say in this match. Maybe I'm wrong, but... Uh, his his timing's always been great, his athleticism. Um, I mean, Bobby's kind of a stiff, but they used him right in this match. And uh, that when he did the, um, the curb stomper, he used Theory yeah. as kind of the, the springboard onto... And that was just really well done. It you know? looked awesome. The slow-mo looked awesome. Bobby sold it perfectly. Um, just just great, man. And, you know, it's kind of like becoming almost like the RKO where it's like this curb stomp, he can do it from all these crazy ways, you know. It's like mm-hmm. you never know when it's going to come. Um, so one spot I loved where he did three dives, three in a row, and then did the Topic on Hilo perfectly. It looked like it reminded me of old Kenny Omega just flipping over the yeah. top rope. Um, awesome spot. Lashley put the... This spot was weird. He put the Hurt Lock on both of them. It's like that... In theory, it's cool, but it doesn't... Uh, no no pun. But uh, in theory, it's cool, but it doesn't actually work. You know what I'm saying? Like, no way that the guy in well, back is in the Hurt Lock. Right, exactly. Yeah, there's there's definitely a little less believability there for sure. To an audience, though, it probably looked pretty good. Um, Rollins, nah, was cool. Rollins goes for a Phoenix Splash. Another it looked great, by the way. Uh, oh, he does a very clean one of those for sure. And he slammed Lashley. Theory threw Rollins out of the ring, and he went for the A Town down on Lashley. Lashley put three in the hurt lock. This was hard to type this stuff out. You know what I'm saying? Everything was right. bang yeah. bang. Um, theory reverses it and pins Lashley. Seth breaks it up. Seth pins Lashley for a great near fall. Um, let's see, all sorts of stuff happening now. All three went down. Seth used. Uh, what am I? What did I write down here? Seth used theory and did the curb stomp on Lashley. Right. Mm-hmm. Uh, Seth, okay, Theory got involved later. Seth took him to the top rope, gave him a superplex, and then rolled him up for a Falcon Arrow. Another great spot. That looked great, too, didn't it? Yeah, I'm telling you, man, it's a shame we'll never see Seth and Kenny and Seth and Will Ospreay. Uh, yeah, we we probably won't, because he's probably a WWE lifer. Um, and, yeah, and why and wouldn't he be? there's... 
No, I mean, I think in the next couple of years they're going to put him... I mean, who knows? He could win the Royal Rumble, too. He'd be the, you know, one of the outside top three or four guys that should win that thing outside of Cody, right? I still think he's slotted below Cody. No, for sure. But I'm just saying below Cody, he's one of them. He, he's, he is one of them. Um, last time he ran the uh, won the Royal Rumble, it was not the most exciting thing in the world. Um, I, again, like, this guy is... As you say, he's so good in in ring. I think it's his character work that gets him people like me who are like, I'm not into it. It's like, what is I he? I think, it, and it's weird because like his best character was probably we both agree. We his said worst this. is that swarmy, you know, scared shitless heel. But and he was like a clearly a prick. Yes, but the thing about that was. It wasn't the best thing for his in-ring talent. So the best character he had didn't match up with his in-ring talent, right? Because you, you can't be that sh- that swarmy chicken shit and then have all those great offensive moves and be that talent. You know what I mean? I, I, it doesn't I, match I, dis- up. I disagree. I've seen Will Ospreay do it. Um, you Right, but Will Ospreay's never been the chicken shit heel. Like He's been a prick, though. And I, I just... That's different. Completely different element. Yes, you're not. Uh, yes, if you're the Jay White, run away and then get back in the ring, and then run away and stuff like that. Yeah, it's different. But it, I, you have to, you have to be a different style in ring when you do that. Like Jay White, can you know, and the Miz and all that kind of stuff. They have that kind of style where they're gonna jump out of the ring and dust and you know dust off for a minute and do the psychological stuff especially jay white because that's what their personality has to match with it you know you can't be a chicken shit heel and then all of a sudden not be scared of anyone in the ring well it's not like he would be doing space flying tiger drops and stuff if he was just a heel i i think he could be a heel still do this cool stuff and be impressive. no no he can and that's what he's kind of doing now with the suits and all that stuff and the laugh yeah. it's just that it's just he, he kind of is know, a tweener, with, like you said. I, I'm just yeah. not a fan of the whole laugh and the, the look. Uh, he's got... He has a very, like... His voice has always been a little bit weird. Yeah, it's grating. His voice is kind of grating. But besides but all... Like, it, yeah, it's just that he's has he's always had a really tough delivery with his voice. Doesn't sound like a tough guy. Doesn't sound like a weak guy. He it's sounds more like, like a chicken shit heel, bro. That's why. Yeah. <laughs> so. yeah. He was so good. Uh, hey, he brought some of the blonde hair back. It, you know, I know. You know I love that. He did that like a few yeah. weeks ago, and I was like, oh, yes, he did it. Yeah. Um, so maybe he knows. He knows what's up. So, uh, yeah, but uh, he put him up for the Falcon Arrow, and he got an awkward spear by Lashley, which wasn't really. I thought he was going to schoolboy him. It was really weird, but Theory fell right on top of him and pinned him. Best match of the night so far up to that point. Uh, really great match. Maybe one of my favorite Seth Rollins matches. He's really good in three ways, by the way. I just remembered that. Oh, yeah. We always talked about, like, I think the best WWE match since I started watching again was... Cena, Lesnar, and him, right? Yeah, at the Royal Rumble 2015, I think it was, or 2016, 2014, one of those. That was incredible. 15. That was one, the, probably the best WWE match in the last 15 years. Well, yeah, um, just real good stuff. It's he, 
He's making a fan out of me eventually, man. Um, he, <laughs> well, welcome to the club. He's going to do it eventually, unlike uh, Bray Wyatt, who did not show up tonight at all. One of their big stars, just uh, nothing. That's true. I guess there wasn't a spot for him yet. I'm sure we'll find something. Well, they got to tell that story more, too. They got their uh, guy that runs long-term storylines now. So, Right. So. E- was it Eli Drake uh, wasn't involved either? Or did he already oh, beat yeah, him? They're, I saw they're, they had a little angle. I think they're feuding right now, maybe. Okay. So, it's L.A. Knight, by the Random. way. L.A. Knight. Oh, he's he's good too. I like him, but it's just kind of a random thing to put him in. Yeah, he he's good too. Well, it's, uh, it's you know it's your first guy that you're going to beat from the comeback. So um, yeah, yeah. Watch L.A. Knight beats him, and that would be the worst booking ever. Uh, as much as I like Eli Drake. All right, so finally yeah. we get to the men's war games match. What do you think in general? I mean, the only little nitpick I'd have it was just kind of a Maj Posh team on the other side. But what, the I thought it worked out. I mean, um, they both well, I mean, just Kevin had Owens, one extra Drew guy, Galloway, kind of, right? They all they all had their reasons, right, to to be involved in a match like that. But this story just had a wonderfully woven. This is like kind of the WWE kind of peak style, right? This is the argument for the WWE style of poor wrestling, right? Is having those storylines that carry through a match and, you know, in the weeks leading up, right? Um, yeah, this is a perfect kind of stories like this tra- are far and few between in the WWE. That right. this, this story, but is this captivating. This, this is peak WWE style booking. Um, this I- is WWE style booking at its best, right? In terms of storylines and, you know, kind of the cheesy, I don't trust you kind of stuff. Yeah, um, yeah, I, I would say that. Is, it's it's highly story-based. It's, it's the story it's, is yeah. what's on TV. It's not a story of in the who ring. wins what matches. It's an actual, exactly. like, soap opera-style story of relationships. This is when, as much as that stuff misses, <laughs> right, this is an example of when it's really, really good, right? Yeah, it works. yeah, it's really good. Yeah, and you're right. It, it, we go back to, like, you know, uh, Owen Hart and Bret Hart, I don't want to face my brother type of stuff. And that or kind Kane of, and Undertaker, that kind of stuff. So, you know, so right then and there, you're just like, okay, when's Sammy going to be angled with Kevin Owens? When's Sammy Zay going to be angled with, uh, was it Jimmy Uso, right? Yeah, or, or, yeah, it's just in general, what is going to happen? We have no clue. I mean, the story really here is between four guys. It's between Roman, Jay, Sammy, and Kevin Owens, right? Those are, like, the four main players right, right now. And you could have gone a lot of different ways tonight, right? I mean, you could have had Sammy turn on the bloodline. Although after the vignettes before, it's like maybe not. That would have made him kind of an asshole. I think the fans love that he's loyal, you know? That's a huge part of why. And Sammy's always been, I mean, for years, or for a while he was one of the best baby faces in WWE back in the day. And now it's like through all this nonsense, it's like he's becoming like one of the most beloved people again. Which is crazy, but it's awesome. Um, so, you know, you also had the way that it ended things. You still have a little doubt or, you know, a way to continue it. It wasn't as... You also could have gone with, 
you know, Jay Uso was going to be put through a table, but Sammy pushes him out of the way and takes the move himself and loses. You know, that could, he could have sacrificed himself. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah. That, that, that could have been a way to do it as well. Um, you know, there, there was a lot of ways they did it, and I think the way they did it was really good. And no, there were there were kind of a few people thinking that they were gonna it wouldn't be a hot shot, but that they were gonna push it tonight, and that we were gonna see Sammy and KO become tag team, and they would beat the Usos. I think they're gonna push this thing until WrestleMania, dude. With what happened tonight, yeah, and you know you could it, it, it was just a little subtleties. Instead of just breaking up the pin, he grabs the referee's arm. Yeah, exactly. That, yeah, he, that was just a little different. Um, he went for the low blow, and he did look like he felt a little guilty afterwards. And I thought, you know, the hug was like just a great moment at the end, right? He might have felt a little guilty, but his loyalty, which the fans love, was the thing. He is loyal. He's he's he's. It's that friend that everyone wants to have, right? It almost. Well, I I don't. Well, I mean, you compare him. One of the biggest things in wrestling is like having a character that everyone can relate to. And you can relate to that, having friends and being pulled one direction or the other, but sticking with your guns, right? People love that. Yeah. And by the way, we didn't mention... I thought you were about to cry for a second there. I was. I was actually... <laughs> no, but... And then also, I think people like the story of a, an outsider being accepted into some other place. That's... Absolutely. We've got universal... Universals uh, going on here, so... Really? Someone, someone that's not a part of a certain neighborhood or area being accepted is I don't know what that what the reason is for that but there is a that makes everyone feel good. Uh, no, I, I totally agree. This is uh, peak WWE storytelling right now. Um, and by the way, for those listening, spoiler here: the Bloodline won. Let's go through it real quick. Uh, Jay and Butch started the match pretty good opening battle actually they had a uh, uh, jay and butch actually had a pretty damn good opener you know but they did butch doing all his finger break like you know small joint manipulation yep. quote unquote spots yep. jay's got a lot of that stuff in yeah good stuff ridge holland joins uh he actually looked actually everyone looked good in this match ridge holland looked good they ran rough shot on jay uh, Jimmy was supposed to come out, but Reigns tells Sammy to go out instead. So I guess you can just choose who goes out. I thought it was, like, predetermined. No, I think, no. Uh, the only thing predetermined is the rotation, right? And it was well, weird that they music put the... Hit? Well, because they just time it when the guy walks out. Okay. We'll, we'll, but, we'll um, call it that. But uh, the only thing predetermined, which was weird, he took an angle where... Supposedly, the heel team was the one that was put at the disadvantage throughout the night. That mm. has never happened with a War Games match. Yeah, it has. It has. I remember a few years ago because they were like, why the fuck would the babyfaces get the advantage? Well, I guess that's just from the Horsemen and Dusty Rhodes team well, era. Well, logically, you'd want always want the babyfaces to be at a disadvantage, right? Right. So You have to overcome it. Uh, Bloodline, not necessarily the bad guys here, though. They're kind of like both low. They are. Uh, people like both teams. So, I mean. Uh, yeah. But, uh, Roman is like the e actually evil one. <laughs> the other guys are just, you know, kind of. But, um, 
yeah, so let's see. Sammy comes in, and uh, Sammy actually saved Jay here. At, uh, so we have an early Sammy saving Jay. Pull, the, pull um, him out of the way, yeah. Uh, beating up Ridge while uh, Butch took a nap. Sammy saves Jay again in another spot, and then Jay saves Sammy from Butch. So they're forming some r better rapport there, and they're trying to work together. Um, I also wanted to say Kevin Owens looks fucking tiny compared to Sheamus and Drew McIntyre, which was kind of funny. Yeah, and he came out with the jeans and stuff, which was kind of an. Was it jeans or joggers? I think he was wearing legit jeans. Okay. And sneakers instead of the cowboy boots, but he was coming out there kind of being like Dusty Rhodes in a, in a what do you call it? Not not war games necessarily, bunkhouse stampede or something like that. Okay, okay, yeah, uh, that was. He had a dusty shirt on too, if I remember correctly as well. Oh, okay, I like it. Um, okay, so we had, uh, where is it? Kevin. Well, I I kind of. Okay, Jimmy came in next. He grabbed three tables, so, you know, to appease the crowd, of course. He was way ahead of it. Um, so, Jay and Sammy are arguing about... Oh, yeah, yeah, okay, okay. Jay and Sammy got in an argument of who could pull the table up. Um, right, So Some dissension there. Jimmy uh, gets in the middle of them. They're wasting time. He splits them up, and Roman... They show Roman, and he looks just so pissed. And he has a chair. He's the only one with a chair sitting of in course. the cage. So I thought it was hilarious and great. Good, yeah. good, good, uh, good on you for noticing that. True. He's uh, God. Roman Reigns is pretty damn good too. Uh, pretty yes. damn good. Yeah. The bloodline set up. Uh, just I want to say this. Like I've been noticing lately. You know, facials with wrestlers. I I was looking at. Uh, William Regal, who has just the most incredible faces. Oh, yeah, sure. And, of course, mm -hmm. you have uh, Suzuki, who has, like, the most incredible faces. Roman has some amazing faces, too. Just his yeah. looks, he, he goes from pissed to, you know, he has looks from pissed to calm to, you know, he's... he's He has a million-dollar friendly smile, and then he has an evil just stare, right? You know, it's evil just, stare, yeah. like you said, but it's real handsome guy, too, so it all works yeah, out. Yeah, that helps. The bloodline sets up the corner in the table. Kevin Owen comes in. I said wearing joggers, uh, but maybe jeans, probably jeans. And uh, he came in with a few chairs, beat up the Usos, looked great. KO. He uh, squared up with Sammy, but Ridge uh, beats Sammy up, and we kind of that was a little tease for later. Yeah, that, yeah, it was. So, table one was destroyed when Owens smashed Jimmy through it, and uh, Solo Sokoa comes in now. I gotta tell you, dude. Uh, so, like a few months ago, I was watching NXT on YouTube, and someone posted this Solo Sokoa guy is gonna be inner continental champ before you know it and i responded i was like dude he just started nxt how the fuck why the fuck do you say something like that well looks like that guy was probably more right than me because this solo sokoa guy looks pretty damn good and he's in main roster yeah i thought that was a no-brainer as soon as you see him and you look at him you're like he looks like a new so just get him out there I mean, it wasn't like he he just belongs there just because he looks exactly like one of his he looks like, twin brothers. He looks like him. At the same time, he's got his own unique style and gear, too. He doesn't wrestle yeah. like them. Um, I love that. He's got the, like, Muay Thai kind of look. Almost like, uh, you know, uh, what's it, Umaga, kind of, with the bare yeah. feet, too. 
The wrapped feet. I love that. Um, He's like a savage Uso, you know? Did you listen to the We Watch Wrestling a couple weeks ago when they talked about why Jacob Fatu will not be in the WWE, by the way? I did, yes. Yeah, he had some kind of a... Legal. He had a burglary charge when he was a kid. Yeah, but... Isn't I I like remember listening to that, but th- I mean there's some people that have been in trouble on WWE roster, isn't there? Burglary. I don't know if anyone's been to prison. That's though. a felony, dude. Well, Booker T went to prison. <laughs> Didn't you Prime know? Time go to prison too? That was their whole gimmick. Yeah. But um, maybe it's just these days they're trying to avoid it. I don't know. Yeah, trying to avoid it before it gets out. I mean, look, they find uh, Lars whatever his name is for saying racist shit back in the day so i mean if you end up having a burglary what would the you know it's just it's a weird one so anyway solo looks really good um he comes out him and kevin owens have a great battle in the middle of the rings solo backdrops owens right on the steel which was cool uh shame that steel in the middle yeah that's cool yeah i like that too the uh pleated steel um Sheamus enters, Sami Zayn closes the door and doesn't want Sheamus to come in, but uh, Sheamus, of course, the leader of the Brawling Brutes, slammed the door on his face, and <laughs> the Brutes pinned the bloodline against the cage and beat on them, which was kind of cool. Uh, I have here Solo Sokoa looking really good. Looks good. Um, Sheamus takes Sokoa up and gives him a super white noise. Lots of notes here. That was pretty awesome, yeah. Uh, let's try to get here. Uh, Roman walks around and gives all the brutes an uppercut when he came in. Okay, Roman's in now. He gave them all uppercuts and Superman punch just ran all over him. And then we uh, had a reversals and we got a team 10 beats of the Baron. What would you think of that spot? I thought that was pretty cool, actually. I, um, I liked it. I always... I. There was a part of me, too, when Roman was walking up there. What if Roman just says, I'm not getting in this match. They're going to figure out their stuff on their own. <laughs> or walks in That'd and be just mean, leaves and dude. says, you got... Or, but th- that would, you know, like you talked about, like everyone loves the bloodline, but maybe Roman's the evil one, right? It would have been a perfect way to uh, communicate that. Well... He wants I, them to figure it out for their own. He is a, playing a heel, but I, I don't think he's a heel to that level. Well, you know, that's like an MJF style. Just fuck it, I'm gone. Um, yeah, but, but um, he came in. Yeah, the beats of the Bowery. That was pretty cool. Bowery? Bowery? Something like that. I used like to that. think it was 10 beats of the Baron, but it's like, yeah, it's Definitely some not Irish. That, yeah. yeah, that was cool. Um, I like that spot. I, it's, I said kind of cool, but a little cheesy, but cool. You know, sometimes cheesy is good. In these, yeah. in these type of matches. Well, especially when the, the match is official and they're all just happen to be lined up on in each ring and facing mm-hmm. each other, right? And Sheamus w- did like 20-something beats of the band. <laughs> so he yeah. really wanted to uh, hurt Roman. Roman and Sheamus, the team leaders, they, they kind of were going at each other for a lot of the end of the match. Roman and Sheamus, um, maybe a match in the future. I'd love to see that title match, to be honest. I mean, they have the history to make it happen. I don't see any reason why it can't be one of those filler pay-per-views. Ex- yeah, exactly. Um, exactly. Um, you know, in December or January, like before the Royal Rumble, why not? A little filler defense. Yeah, I'm not sure who's going to be going against Roman Reigns at, uh, the, at the Royal Rumble. So, I don't know. Hopefully it's... Sheamus or Kevin Owens, I guess. Kevin Owens. 
Kevin Owens, that'd probably be it. Hopefully, it's not Brock Lesnar. Um, and hopefully, Brock Lesnar's yeah. not in the Royal Rumble and doesn't win the Royal Rumble either. We'll see. That'd be cool if he was in it and got eliminated. Um, okay, Sheamus kicks Sokoa and Roman spears Sheamus for a near fall, which Butch broke up. Now, here's where the real storyline stuff starts. Jay accidentally super kicked Sammy. Uh, when you saw that, were you like, he? oh, geez. Um, I kind of thought the botch would come on the other end. Like Sammy would accidentally give the hell of a kick to him or something. Oh, oh, that would be bad. That would be way worse if that happened. Yeah, so I thought something like that might happen with a miscommunication. But then after he did it, he kind of looked like, like, fine, I knocked him out. So, so that was the it thing, Jay well. was not apologetic for that. Uh, no. Yeah, so, which kind of says And Jimmy went to you. check on him and all that stuff, you know? Yeah. Yeah, Jimmy is the nice guy, dude. He's the good guy in all this. Usos do the 1D on Butch and Ridge. Great near fall here. Ridge broke it up. Roman spears Ridge through the table. Didn't have the energy to pin him. That was interesting. Solo Sokoa does the Urinagi, as it's called the spinning solo, to McIntyre through the table. And that was then, a pretty cool spot. That was a cool spot. And then Kevin Owens hits a stunner on Solo. This is where I like the match really started. I was like, okay, this is this is awesome. I didn't chant it, but I thought it. <laughs> um, Reigns pulls Kevin Owens off the pin and squares up with Owens. Kevin Owens super kicks Roman and hits the pop-up powerbomb. His old finish. Um, and then he hits the stunner on Roman. And this was like where it's like, this is like the biggest near fall, right? Like he, when he hit the stun yeah. on Roman. And then like as you said, Sammy pulled the ref off. So or just grabbed his hand. Grabbed his hand. He didn't even pull the ref. He just, he didn't he, usually the guy just hits the other guy in the back and um but they went a step further and they had him pull the referee's arm up as he was counting to 3 and you know, you just get that look on his face. And it was just just really well done. We were getting Sammy Uso chants at this point. Um, Throughout the whole match. And yeah, yeah, it was great. Yeah, yep. So we're at the pinnacle of the match here. Kevin Owens and Sammy look at each other. And Sammy says to Kevin, it's family. This is family. And, you know, he uh, got him turned around. He hit the low blow on KO to a mix of... Probably a lot of mostly cheers and some booze. People like Kevin Owens, though. Um, and he seemed like he felt terrible about it, but finally he uh, went in the corner, and we both knew what was coming. The Helluva kick. Mm-hmm. I call it the hell of a kick. I don't know why they call it the Helluva kick. but uh, Maybe they're just trying not to say hell. hell I don't know. Yeah. He hits the hell of a kick on Owens, and then he does not pin him. He offered him to Jay. And Jay hit the splash for the one, two, three. And yeah. also, you know, you had Kevin holding up Roman during that little spot saying, is this your family, your tribal chief or whatever? And then earlier in the match you had um, kind of when Sammy, when Roman first came in and he was, um, you know, telling Pete Dunn or whatever his name is now, like, Butch. you know, that's, you know, who you're disrespecting right now, that's the tribal chief or whatever yeah. kind of stuff. It was just really, yeah. like, subtle signs of his you know, quote-unquote loyalty, right? 
Yeah, totally. Um, I'm, by the way, I'm on the uh, Wrestling News website, and one of the, uh, there's a picture of Sam, of Sammy hugging Roman, and the headline is, Sammy remains loyal to the bloodline. So, <laughs> Uh, great Breaking match, news. great match at the finish there. Uh, pretty, <clears throat> pretty good show. Uh, the last two matches were, I think it was the last two, right? It yes. Was, yeah, those were great. So, uh, yeah, yeah. Hunter is doing some good stuff here, and uh, we kind of gave our overview of the show. Good, st- good show. Definitely, and. Uh... You know, I guess the Royal Rumble's next. Mm, or next big see. show. December. I think yeah, they got a show like... in December. At least we're not getting, like, roadblock and shit like that. Well, it's definitely going to be some kind of in-your-house filler pay-per-view. Oh, yeah. Wrecking Ball or, you know, Hand yeah. Grenade or something like that. Oh, no, you're right. It is the Royal Rumble. That's their next one. Oh really? They're not doing December pay per view. They canceled. Don't they do a New Year's? They canceled uh, day one. Oh. So, it says after Survivor Series, their next pay per view will be January twenty eighth. They may might be. This mm. is weird, but they might be taking a couple months off. I don't see that happening. So we'll see what happens. They got no, a big yeah. show in Montreal coming up. I know that. Um, Jimmy Uso is not allowed in Montreal, I believe. Because of his numerous DUIs? Yeah, yeah. So, um, we'll see what happens with that. Um, very interesting, though. Quick note, um, on Friday they're doing the SmackDown World Cup Final. And it's it's Uh just a tournament, right? And it's going to be Ricochet versus Santos Escobar. So that will probably be pretty awesome. That's the final? That's the final. So this could be the okay. first legit push for Ricochet. We'll see. Uh, Ricochet beat Braun Strowman in this tournament. Oh, so, okay. Good. Pr- pretty exciting there. but uh, No Braun Strowman on the show at all, right? No Braun Strowman on the show. Uh, no almost, right. thank God. Um, he probably had a, a, a few more spot shows with Control Your Narrative that he had to fulfill <laughs> first. Yeah. No EC3 on the show tonight, so, yeah. No. Actually, they, they kept a lot of bullshit off the show. No Miz, no, uh, no... Miz had a, a like, a... Um, little, little promo video. show or something. It was actually a commercial for their angle. With, uh... They mentioned Miz and Mrs., but he was just like... He was like, oh, I've done my show, I've done this, I've done that, and then they... No Baron Corbin. There's a lot of guys missing. I mean, this is the, you know, your new and improved, your new and improved, uh, you know, pay-per-view model. No Nakamura, but he's getting ready to go to Japan, and we're definitely going to talk about that match. Heck yeah. Um, so, on a side note here, real quick, before we get out of here, too, they did announce a second Wrestle Kingdom night in Yokohama. So, right. pretty ex- Like, late January, though, right? Later in January. Now, didn't they do this last year with the big Noah crossover? I think so, but that was pretty... It was, like, still within a few days of the main show, right? Um, I don't think... Maybe. It wasn't two weeks later. Hmm... I I don't remember. Let me see. NJPW versus Noah. That was 
Wrestle Kingdom Night 3, they called it. This is kind of ridiculous, but... Yeah, you're right. Okay, it was January 8th. Yeah, so... Yeah, it was. It wasn't two weeks later for sure. Yeah. So, um, yeah, we got that. We'll talk about that more. God, we got Wrestle Kingdom coming up, man. Got a lot of stuff to talk about the next few months here. Uh, so we hope you guys. Yeah, stay I'm getting in- to it. Wrestle Kingdom season is approaching. Royal Rumble season. Royal Rumble, yeah, pretty cool stuff. Um, and we got Revolution in February. So. Exciting next couple months here, and in between that, we will keep you guys informed. Justin has just left the room for some reason, and it looks like he's out of the podcast, but that's okay because we can finish this thing right now, and we appreciate you guys for listening so much. We are at Wrestling and Pod on Instagram and Twitter. I'm John Ensman. He is Justin at InRingArt. We really appreciate you guys, and uh, stay tuned for more stuff from us. We will see you guys later. I just left the channel on accident. <laughs> I just, like, hit, I X'd out on it, on it. I tried to open a new tab, and it... I just tried to open a new tab, and I accidentally closed the one I was in, so that's why he lost me. Sorry.